Welcome to the Conscious Creative Podcast, your weekly dose of soul-to-soul conversation that will have you saying peace out to your nine-to-five to explore in your sacred calling. The topics center around conscious business and interviews with the folks who started them. We'll be exploring the art of being human and what it takes to live your life fully expressed and financially free. I'm Christina Gomes, and I went from high-paying job as a psychotherapist to leaving it all behind for my desire to travel the world, playing my original music, to becoming the CEO and solepreneur founder of FreeYourCreativity.org, where I help visionary leaders create the businesses of their wildest dreams. If you have a sacred calling, stick around. My prayer is that you become the permission slip for the collective as you hear the soul-inspiring stories that call you forth into creative action. Let's get to the soul. Hello, Soulful One. Welcome to the very first episode of the Conscious Creative Podcast. This podcast is for you if you are a visionary soulpreneur and you desire to live your life fully expressed. I thought today we would riff on the intentions of this podcast And I get to share a little bit of my story so you can know you're in safe hands. Well, the intention of this podcast really is to share my voice and to give a space for other creatives to share theirs. I once was a young girl who had big dreams, and I became the first in my family to do a lot of things. Let me know if this sounds familiar, if you're the first to feel a certain way, do something outrageous and courageous. If you're the black sheep of the family, if people have called you weird, believe me, I've been there. And the story begins on a waxing gibbous moon. Yes, I was born on a Wednesday on a waxing gibbous moon. I'm a Libra sun, Pisces moon, Sagittarius rising, Virgo, Venus, and Virgo, Mars. Don't hate, don't hate. Beyond that, I always felt a tingle, a tinge, a little knowing that I was destined for something interesting, to say the least. (laughs) You know, where I grew up, and you probably have a similar story, where we all grew up, many of us, many of us creatives and visionary leaders and people with wild ideas We're like, oh, when can I get out of here? And it's not that I didn't love my folks or love my family or love my friends. I did. I had a regular average upbringing, was born to a working class neighborhood, single family household, single mother household, and it was all good. It was lovely. I was captain of the cheerleading team. I had a ton of friends. And all was well. I didn't know I was poor, all right? I didn't know (laughs) what I could even possibly dream of. I just knew that dreaming was my thing. So I dreamt of going to college, even though we really couldn't afford it. I got scholarships. I took myself through college. I worked through college. And I went on at 22, to drive cross-country to become a Cali girl. (laughs) And much like you, where I grew up, 
many people don't just up and leave. You don't just, you know, go on a, uh, what do they call after college, a year, gap year. <laughs> None of my friends were affording gap years. You were either going to get your GED or you were, you know, working at your local, wherever your local thing is. And I said, I want to study. I want to learn. I have a voracious appetite for learning. And so I want in. I want to know what's up. And I started asking deeper questions, deeper questions, until I came to the world of psychology and human behavior and abnormal psychology. And ah, I couldn't fill my mind with enough information. It was all so interesting and beautiful. Why do we do the things we do? Why do we do the things we don't want to do? <laughs> and I went on to become a Cali girl and get my master's in clinical psychology. And that was really cool. With that, I traveled to, well, I moved really to Hawaii uh, after I graduated. And I lived and worked in Hawaii for, I lived there for about seven years, but I worked as a psychotherapist for about five years, helping children in foster care and youth with sexual behavior problems. And it was quite a journey. It led me to burnout. It led me to soul expansion. It led me to spirituality, led me to a spiritual awakening. And my awakening was a beautiful slow burn. Maybe you've, you've had some sort of awakening if you're resonating with the description of my podcast and with me in some way. I'm sure you are on a path of deepening and soul expansion. And I'll talk along this journey what I believe about awakening and the word woke and awakeness. <laughs> but for me, at the deepest level, it's about becoming aware of the subtle patterns, of my own subtle patterns, and becoming aware of my presence and aware of my thoughts and how they affect the collective, how they affect my emotions and my emotional body. And I just kept on deepening in this awareness. As a a psychotherapist at first, and then as a spiritual practitioner, as a yoga practitioner. And as I started to practice yoga asana, I was like, dang, there is something deeper to life. And I remember being maybe 26, 27 maybe. And I was already burnt out from my profession, being a psychotherapist to youth who sexually offend is no joke. And I got burnt out rather quickly, but because I was so young and didn't have really a model for what I was experiencing and a language even as a psychotherapist, I really didn't have a language for the type of depression I was feeling 
because depression can be really thought of in the psychotherapy world as clinical depression. And I didn't feel like I wanted to go on any medicine. I didn't feel like I wanted to pop a pill. I felt deeply like something was missing. And I tried to fill it with men. I tried to fill it with booze. I tried to fill it with nonsense and mediocre conversation and barbecue and volleyball and nothing was cutting it. And this is the moment that I had a spiritual awakening because of an accident. So you may know that pain can make us really aware and I was sitting with a client, a young man, who was in the foster home that I worked in and for. I worked for a nonprofit, and I was doing my daily, my daily thing. I was sort of checked out because I was burnt out, but I was still there. I was still working with these youth helping them to change and to transform. And I knew that there was something more, but my job was, it became my identity. My job really meant something to me because through my depression and through my dullness and my lack of vibrancy, I had this job where I was doing good in the world, where I could wear that badge of honor that said, you got this master's degree, you are helping young people, you are working in social justice. As a Libra, that's, <laughs> that's pretty important. And you're doing great in the world, and you're also living in paradise. You do not get to be sad. <laughs> you do not get to wish for more. Aren't you living the dream? Eating barbecue, drinking beer, watching your friends get married. But I felt this God-sized hole in my, in my heart and in my soul. And sometimes when we don't have the courage or the wherewithal to bravely leave things that are mediocre, life, the universe creator, goddess, will come and kick our little booties, boot us out of the nest, shake us up, and bring us back to our true path. So as I was sitting in this office, in a back room somewhere in the group home, this young man thought it would be a great idea to attack me. And while it was mild in nature, it really shook me up. It really helped me to see that I'm not safe in this comfortability, in this path of someday marrying a military guy. <laughs> and continuing to get drunk on the weekends 
and yeah, living my life for others. So after I was attacked, I went on this journey. I picketed around jobs are for snobs was my motto. I I actually had to leave my position for a while with the intention of coming back. I was going to do some healing and I was going to come back. And about halfway through that healing, I found a yoga school online in Thailand. And I just felt the deepest of call, the deepest of calls. It started as a whisper, like, hey, you're depressed. There's more to life than this. Turned into me ignoring the nudges to me being physically attacked at my job and losing that part of that, my identity. And then the whispers grew into a call. And so I answered the call. I got on a plane (laughs) with the intention of getting a yoga certification in Thailand and the intention of coming right back and even going back to my well-paying job as a psychotherapist. And I didn't realize how deeply I would be transformed by the country of Thailand, by my yoga teachers, by the ashram presence, and I can still hear the birds, the very tropical birds that became my morning prayer, my morning meditation. And of course, I learned the yoga asanas, and I went on to teach yoga. But more importantly, I deepened in my love for psychology, yoga as a psychology, yoga as a creative lens to view the world. And I deepened into my own creative expression, learning about the chakra system, learning about the Vedic knowledge and the philosophy of wholeness in coming home to the remembrance that we are truly here for a divine purpose, each and every one of us. And that was my awakening. And yes, I had a few more awakenings after, which involved the sitting with and the communing with sacred plant medicines. But it was yoga, my first love, that brought me slowly and naturally back home to myself, my creative essence. And so this is the intention of the podcast, to help you to hear that call. My journey didn't stop after becoming a yoga teacher. My journey didn't stop after the first country of Thailand. I went on to live in over 30-something, 30-odd countries. And now I currently live abroad in Guatemala on a sacred lake, Lake Atitlan. And I live amongst the wild ones with the indigenous folks, learning their ways, as well as with a community of 
weirdos, really. I want to say conscious creators, and many, many of them are, but just a bunch of weirdos, just a bunch of people who also heard a call, who are in the midst of their own awakenings. They come here to learn, to grow together, to share, to sit by the foot of the mountains, to sit by the lakeshore, and to really hear the whispers of nature. And wherever you are on your journey, know that my intention for this podcast is to be that call. When you hear the stories of conscious creators from around the world who have pieced out of their nine to fives, who have gone on to create amazing projects and six-figure businesses and even their first $1,000 working for themselves, know that it's deeper than money. And we're going to talk about financial freedom throughout this journey, but I want you to know that the key word in financial freedom is the freedom. It's that freedom piece. And I came to realize as I traveled the world with pretty much no money that I, I was free. I was free of material possessions, really. I was free of a lot of the mind stuff that plagued me when I was working as a psychotherapist and hearing the call and ignoring the call and feeling just creatively dimmed and stifled. Yeah, I came back to my creative vibrancy through movement, through walking the path of creative expression. And I'm going to be sharing tips and strategies and interviews. I'm going to be sharing my own stories and how-tos and one, two, three guides and four, five, six. This is how we go. But I want you to check in with yourself and understand that whatever you desire in this moment is holy. That you were born for a deeper meaning. And freedom comes from within. Freedom comes with, from within. And financial freedom comes from creating a business of your wildest dreams, yes. And you can feel free in the now moment from a decision. You can move through the rest of these podcast episodes from that desire to know that you are already free. We're going to touch on so many beautiful things like becoming the permission slip for the collective. I'm going to share my weird mishaps on the travel road, I'm sure. I'm going to be sharing around healing trauma through entrepreneurship 
and through living your creative calling. So this has been such a lovely first episode. And I thank you so much for coming on this journey with me, for committing to deepening in your creative calling. Business as ritual. We're going to learn how to make money in magical ways. It's going to be a grand and spectacular adventure. And I'm so, so happy to have you here. Reach out if you have any questions. I'm available at freeyourcreativity.org and I'll see you over in the next episode. Bye. Aloha.